Welcome to That's Good Sports. I am Brandon. If you thought Roger Goodell would ease up on weed policy from his basement, you're wrong, Perna. Louisville lineman Mackay Becton tested positive for something after all college players were screened at the NFL Combine. Is that affecting his draft stock? He's now in stage one of the new NFL drug policy. I'll tell you what that means. The Patriots release new uniforms. The Jaguars are getting rid of everyone. Trey Burton was released. And Joe Buck declines a million dollar offer to do play-by-play porn. You know that's a big news story when Sports Illustrated, Golf Digest, and Cinema Blend all report on it. Buck's response to the offer was worth at least a million, and I will provide you with the greatest sports list in the history of sports. Commentators with porn names. (laughs) That's good sports. This is your daily NFL podcast of That's Good Sports. It's football that's good. With currently no NBA, NHL, or MLB, you might think there's nothing to bet on. Well, that bet would be a losing bet. Our exclusive partner, BetOnline, still has hundreds of events, games, and props to wager on. From their online casino to poker and blackjack, they're bringing Vegas to you. Missing the NFL? No problem. BetOnline has live daily Madden 20 simulations you can bet on. You can still bet on Survivor, Big Brother, American Idol, stock prices, and even the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. All open 24 hours a day and all online. Use promo code BLUEWIRE to join today and receive your new welcome bonus. BetOnline, your online wagering solution. The NFL held a mock draft for all of its teams today to test its virtual draft process. And according to Adam Schefter, it is already going horribly, as there were technical glitches with the Bengals' first pick, which means the draft Thursday is going to be amazing. Also, the San Francisco 49ers, who have two first-round picks, are looking to trade one or both of those picks since they don't have another pick until the fifth round. And then San Francisco announced that D. Ford, Quan Alexander, Jaquiski Tart, and Marquise Goodwin all also available for trade. Then disgruntled Jacksonville Jaguar Yannick Ngakwe got into a Twitter spat with Tony Khan, who is the co-owner of the Jags and son of owner Shahid Khan, telling the Jacksonville Jaguars to get this shit done, then throwing insults at Tony, assuming the best way to get a deal done is to piss off the guy who is trying to trade you. And then, which I'm assuming was done out of spite, the Jacksonville Jaguars released wide receiver Marquise Lee instead of trading Yannick Ngakwe. Lee hasn't been healthy since 2017, but at age 28, and for the right price, I'm sure many wide receiver needy teams will give him a look. 368-pound tackle Makai Becton tested positive for something at the NFL Combine. And per the new CBA, his punishment is that he enters stage one of the new NFL drug policy. Stage one means the NFL can randomly test him for up to 60 days. If he passes all of his P-tests in that time, it reverts back to like he never failed the drug test, which under normal circumstances seems reasonable and fair. Right now, though, that seems like cruel and unusual punishment. Nobody can leave their house or do anything, and you're telling guys they can't even smoke weed to pass the time? Bullshit. 
Also, how does the NFL maintain appropriate social distancing during a pee test? Normal face masks do not work in this situation, but that clever Goodell has already administered splash guard piss test masks for all pee testers. If YouTube ever shuts me down, that will be my second career. Instead of talking about NFL players' wieners, I will look at them for the commissioner. <laughs> also, Becton has never failed the drug test in his life and is not expected to slide in the draft due to this one hiccup. Sorry, Laramie Tunzel, you were just ahead of your time. The Denver Broncos, my Denver Broncos, may be looking at trading up for Alabama wide receiver Jerry Judy per Woody Page. Now this makes the most sense to me as Judy was considered the best receiver in the draft until CeeDee Lamb emerged as a contender for that meaningless title. This would mark the first time John Elway selected an Alabama player, let alone traded up for one. Last year, Woody Page called the Noah Fant pick, so there might be some substance here. If you're a Broncos fan, would you rather have Jerry Judy or Henry Ruggs? Judge Judy or the Magic Carpet? Why would Denver move up for Judy, though? Yes, he's considered the best receiver in the draft, but that rarely equates to perfect play in the NFL for the wide receiver position. Denver grabbed Cortland Sutton in round two, and recent cautionary tales include John Ross, Corey Davis, Corey Coleman, and every receiver taken in 2016's first round. Basically, stay away from guys named Corey and be careful what you give up. Michael Thomas, Tyler Boyd, and Sterling Shepard, all second round picks in 2016, all better than the first round picks. Hell, Tyreek Hill went in the fifth round that year. That said, I want to be entertained. So give me Judy in a trade. Now it might be because Jerry Judy is a more well-rounded ball catcher, and it's not just his great route running. He ran the majority of his routes from the slot at Alabama, even more than Henry Ruggs, and Denver needs a guy who can work the slot. Traditionally, the best slot receivers are master route runners. Judy would be a very exciting pick at 10, if the Broncos trade with the Browns to get to that spot. And you immediately have the best one-two nickname combo for the Broncos with Judge Judy and Court at wide receiver. Welcome to the land of court, ruled by Judge Judy. Don't give me this goal, Bellway. Do not do it. I think it was Friday. The Chicago Bears released tight end Trey Burton. Now, this is bigger news than you think because Trey Burton and I have the same birthday. Now, the Bears signed Burton two seasons ago to a four-year, $32 million deal. This was their out year on that contract, even though they are still going to eat $7.5 million in dead cap space. Burton made $18 million for his two seasons in Chicago and was injured in 2019, landing on IR in November, but had his best year in 2018 with six touchdowns and 54 receptions before he smartly did not play in the double-doink wildcard game. While in Chicago, Burton's worst injury, of course, was Mitch Trubisky safe to say that he can't hurt him anymore, and the natural thought is to get Burton back to Philly where he started his career. But with Zach Ertz and Dallas Godert there, I don't think that makes sense, no matter how many ball catchers go down in Philly. Now, teams that could use Trey Burton, in my opinion, are the Cardinals, the Cowboys, the Bengals, the Packers, the Patriots, the Steelers, the Colts, the Jack, really any team that doesn't have George Kittle or Travis Kelsey. Now, real, real porn sites want 
NFL commentators for some reason and are willing to pay $1 million for Joe Buck. First question, does this mean Joe Buck has to call himself Joe Buck Naked, Joe Suck, or Joe Fucks? All appropriate porn names. In his Twitter response to Darren Ravel's breaking Buck porn news, Joe said, depending on the site, they could just be handing some of my money back to me. So I will hold out for a better offer and try to hold on to my day job. Other top names in the biz include Brent Musburger, who just uses his real name and everyone knows why. I tell you quarterbacks, you get all the good looking <laughs> women. Ah, it's a, what a beautiful woman. Wow, he's, AJ's doing some, some things right down in So if you're a youngster in Alabama, start getting the football out and throw it around the backyard with pop. Troy makes men ache would be good. Chris, Colin Squirt. Joe, testes sore. Spiro, DD's nuts. Greg, gums balls. Lisa, Salter Swapper. <laughs> Pam Oliver and Aaron Andrews would do trans porn, of course, as they both have male last names. Hooker, McFarland. Dick, Cockton. Mike, Golix. Ian, Spread, Eagle, and Man Spouts. They always work together. Also, Scott Van Shavenpelt. Wait, wait, no. Tony Kornscheiser. For you dirty Germans. <laughs> Barry Smells Hose. I would suggest uh, Mike Flory Blows and Mike Glory Holes, but that has nothing to do with porn. It's just what people call him on Twitter. Now, my second question about this porn stuff is, do most people use porn differently than me? I mean, I get that it would be funny to hear Joe Buck using the word penetration in the appropriate setting for the first time ever, and that a rub route would make a whole lot more sense, but... Porn serves a very specific purpose. And I know for sure hearing Joe Buck or Ian Spread Eagle in my earbud as I try to masturbate like a ninja in the bathroom while my wife is in the next room watching Disney Plus isn't going to help me finish any faster. In fact, when she yells, what's taking you so long in there? I might accidentally respond, Chris Collinsworth keeps killing my boner. Just leave me alone for a second. It's a sentence I never thought I would say. Something that never excited me are the Patriots uniforms. Like many teams this offseason, the Browns, the Chargers, the Buccaneers, and the Falcons, the Pats released new uniforms with modest changes to their current look. And even though they're modest, people have big opinions. I actually like these better than their predecessors, but as un-American as this sounds, I just don't love the red, white, and navy blue color scheme. It just makes me think of government. And like the Patriots, I hate the government. Now, Von Miller sent a message to Broncos fans and NFL fans in which he echoed the many sentiments to stay safe and keep your distance from one another. Something Cam Newton, Phillip Rivers, and Tom Brady wish he had done long, long ago. I appreciate um, all the well wishes and, and all the love from Broncos country. I wanna urge you guys to stay safe, stay inside, practice social distancing and take this thing serious because it is definitely for real and I know if um you know I can be affected with this and I know that anybody can and I just want to urge everybody to stay safe stay out the way practice social distancing and giggle I think Vaughn testing positive just shows that really really anybody can be affected by this and that hanging your pots and pans from the ceiling is a rich person move now Vaughn has successfully beaten Everything that has stood in his way so far in his career, nearsightedness, 
asthma, drug tests, a torn ACL, Mike Rimmers, and 52 other valuable players in the Super Bowl. And now, too, he shall defeat COVID-19. Von Miller beats COVID 58-19. Finally, the Jaguars may trade Leonard Fournette and Yannick Ngakwe before, during, or after the draft. Now, we knew about Yannick Ngakwe, but apparently they have had trade discussions about Fournette with the Dolphins and Saints. The Jags' title window was open for a shorter amount of time than their beaches were closed this month. Just about everyone is gone, from Blake Bortles to Allen Robinson, Calais Campbell, Malik Jackson, Jalen Ramsey, A.J. Boye, everyone. Even Tom Coughlin, who's famous for being early for everything. He got out of his contract according to Coughlin time. Now, Fournette is on the block for three reasons. He's got a payday coming up, and the Jags hold the distinct honor of having both no cap space and no talent on their roster. His production isn't going to justify how much he'll be asking for, and coaches allegedly hate working with him. He also dared to threaten Gardner Minshew by suggesting Cam Newton sign with the Jaguars, which is unforgivable in the eyes of most Jacksonvillians. It feels and looks like Jacksonville is trying to tank, and tank hard, but Minshew magic will almost certainly get in the way. The 2011 Broncos and the 2019 Dolphins learned a valuable lesson that you don't tank with the magical quarterback on your roster. Whether it's God's magic or the magic of an Ivy League education and beard, you're gonna snag some victories from the jaws of defeat. So I don't suggest you try and do the same, Jacksonville. Thanks for watching another episode of That's Good Sports. Don't forget, we will be live during the draft on Thursday. Just the first round, Will and I, live. So don't forget to come back here as we stream through three... Oh, shit, that's three hours? Oh, God, it's going to be a disaster. Maybe you should watch. This is your daily NFL podcast of That's Good Sports. It's football that's good.